for sharing your Sunday afternoon with me and Carly. We're here every Sunday from four to six, except for when Carly is uh, is playing auntie with her her, her new t- twins. Not her personal. She's the no. auntie. I'm the auntie. I'm the auntie. The first time auntie. Yes. All right. How far can you, a human, smell a skunk? How far away from a skunk Um, can a human smell it? Two miles. Nope. Mile. Oh, really? Mile. Okay. I don't know. Some sniffers might be able to pick it up two miles. The one's just right, but that's for sure a mile away. Yeah. Boy, I'll tell you, that's one skunk. Boy, I can tell you, there's there's times when I'm out at night doing chores. Yeah. And I'll go, uh-oh, I smell the pew. Lippy, the pew. Yes. Have you ever seen one, like, on Oh, your- gosh, yes. I was in the pond in the canoe. Yeah. And um, Ben, this is, no, this is when I had Brody. Brody, uh, Brody's running along the shoreline, you know, he's because I was, didn't bring him yeah. with. And so I, I look up, and here is a skunk coming after we were on the backside of the pond. And I think he must have went past the den or something like that. Oh, okay. And so this skunk is, like, making tracks for, for Brody. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, uh, uh, come on, Brody. Come on, buddy. Come on. And I'm trying to paddle and have him. And then I said, come yeah. on, get in here. Come on. Get in the water. Come on. Hurry up. You know, and literally he finally leaped into the, and then the skunk stopped. Oh, okay. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and so now he's swimming out to me. Yeah. Now I'm trying to paddle to the other shore so he can follow me and we get to the other side. Right. So, yeah, that's <sighs> great. Yeah, no, I've seen spot. And then there's been some uh, skunks in the hen house. Oh, really? So, yeah. So they came in and killed all the eggs or got all the eggs that the, the ducks were sitting on. And yeah. Yeah. So I've had my run-ins with skunks. All right. Let's <sighs> head for the phone lines. Okay. We're going to go to Stephanie. Stephanie has a question about a uh, weight issue with her dog okay. and food obsess- oh. obsessive dog. I okay. Guess. Sounds yes. good. Yeah. Hi, Stephanie. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for holding on. What can I do for? What kind of dog no do you problem. have? It, it's a Chihuahua Dachshund mix. And I how think. old? He was uh, 14. 14 years? Yeah. Okay. He's 14. Uh, he's a rescue from a puppy mill in Missouri. All right. Okay. So what's going um, on? And he, he was their breeder dog for right. their Chihuahuas. All right. So they only fed him when he bred. What? And then they would kind of feed him periodically when all of the females were pregnant. So he has a huge food issue, and I have him on a prescription diet. He's got congestive heart disease. Mm-hmm. He's on medication for that. And I, I just don't, he doesn't really know how to be a dog. Mm-hmm. So okay. I'm just trying to figure out what's the best way to maintain or maybe have him lose a few pounds. Okay. He's, he has the short dachshund legs. All right. He's about eleven pounds. He should probably be about seven. So there, um, so, so in other words, he was breeding. He was a tweeny. That's the big yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, the tweenies. Yep. Okay. I, I have no idea. I rescued him. So yeah, yeah. you know. I know people. He picked but, me. Yeah, there yeah. you go. There you go. You know what I would do if this was my dog? I'd take him off of all processed food, and I would put him on the the raw diet. All right. I would definitely okay. take because of all the uh, what you got to remember, all the dry food is at least 50 to 60 percent carbs. Carbs turn into sugar. Sugar turns into fat. All right. Okay. And then if he's like, I have him on no dry. And it's right. All, and if you, it's, a, it's a prescription wet. Okay. Yeah. No, 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 um, no, no. I know it. No, but still. No, you want okay. the re- the goodness of what raw is. Okay. And that, so that's why I think if you're listening earlier, I use raw bistro. I use OC raw and I use Tucker's okay. is what okay. I use. And so, no, the, the canned food that's been cooked, that's processed. Okay. Okay. So it doesn't have a lot of the good, good stuff in it. You know, and if you just feel that you have to, you know, feed, uh, you, if you have to feed some can, that's up to yourself. But I would just pull them and, and just start, you know, 
you have to rotate in the goodness of the the rich. All right. Okay. Because it'll be easier on his heart. There is now that Dr. Levy, Jessica Levy is going to be um, in studio next Sunday, and you you know for free advice you can give a call and tell him tell her about uh, the heart problem. Okay. And so, because you said heart, he's got congestive heart failure. Yep. Yep. And so there and is, yeah, there's some, nat- yep. And there's some natural meds that will really help this dog out. My one girlfriend uh, is for, they're from uh, standard process. My one girlfriend has a congestive heart failure dog and they, uh, yeah, the, with the help of Dr. Jess and some special, you know, and he's totally on a raw diet and he's on these really good meds and the, the dog went from, you know, the, the, you know how they rate rate it? Okay. Yep. He was a four and went to a three. Or was he three and went to a two? I can't remember. Okay. But anyway, so he got better. And he's, uh, Coco's 11. I think Coco's 11 or 12 years old. And he's a cabochon. Okay. But anyway, so there's, there's a lot of natural things that you can do here to really help out, you know, with the whole situation. All right. Well, thank you so very much. I appreciate it. Okay. Well, good luck because, like I said, standard okay. process has got some stuff for it. And then, uh, but yeah, that's what I would do. I'd work with the diet, work with the supplements. And then, uh, because the thing is, is that if he's uh, obsessive over food, if he, is he on any steroids or anything? He's not. Okay. Um, he's on a diuretic and the two-a-day heart pills. Okay. Uh, because then... Because when a dog is exceedingly hungry like that, you can't blame it on his past. You got to blame it on his gut, and so his gut's not happy. I would put him on some probiotics that will help him okay. on some digestive enzymes. And this doesn't have, it, it helps the heart. It, there's he doesn't interact with any of the you know pills that you're giving. All right. Okay. And so by making his gut a happier gut, I would try a little bit of uh, extra virgin coconut oil because that takes inflammation out of his gut. And when the okay. gut is happier, then they're not obsessive over food. And uh, they're going to, uh, you know, you're going to don't feed him according to what he weighs. All right. You feed him according to what he should weigh. Uh, so yeah, it, it, I'm feeding him like uh, uh, half a cup. Okay. Max, maybe three quarters of a cup. But I travel for work. All right. So trying to get the people that watch him to yeah. do the same thing. Right, right. That's my issue. All right. So I want to make sure it's something that. No, now you giving can, a, are you giving him a three quarters of a cup a day or each feeding? No, no, a day. Okay, okay, day. Then yeah. what else is no. there? Anything else in his diet that he's getting? Um, like what I, kind of treats? I do any kind of treats. It's the wild meadows. It's everything that I can find that's organic for him okay the best thing is just vegetables green peas green beans cauliflower i would say i would stay away from carrots because carrots have got a lot of sugar in it yep and so he may have a hard time okay but no okay now if you uh, you have other people do it for you you can get while you're gone and see you could be doing the raw you know fed at room temperature when you're home yeah, but then uh, you can get in uh, like in all three of those. You can get the freeze dried. The freeze dried food is you know it's the raw with the but the moisture taken out of. So the people yeah. just crumble it up, put a little bit of water in it, put his pills in it, and then feed it. There's no handling oh, of the raw and stuff like that. All right. Can I get that at Chuck and Dot? Because yep. I did. Uh, yep. um The first one you said, the one that was Rob Easter. Yep. Yeah, raw bistro. Yep, you can get it from there. Then, then you can also. I think they have Northwest Naturals also there, 
and oh, uh, at Chuck and Don's and in OC Raw. I really like OC Raw. And the Tucker's okay. does not have, I don't think, a freeze dried yet. But anyway, so okay. yeah, so the freeze dried is easier for people that don't want to mess with thawing out and such like that. Okay. No, I appreciate it. Thank you so okay. very much. Bye bye. Okay, thanks. Bye bye. That okay. was interesting. I know. All of a sudden, my voice is kind of like uh, going like, oh, wait I was like, Katie? Katie? Yeah, I know. Does, I'm she, does she keel over? No. Ah. It's just, I had, I had a cough and I'm trying to talk and I'm without coffee to then hit the cough button and no, oh, my goodness. Yeah, all of a sudden, <laughs> my, the tickle in the throat. And I hate it like, when that happens. Oh. You're like trying to get out some important information yes. and then that's when it decides bah. to come up and choke you. And you're like, I oh, know. okay. I know. That was a great conversation. That, sorry. Yeah, I, uh, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but hopefully that we got her, <clears throat> gave her some good information. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, who's up next? Okay, we have Pam on the line and Pam has a question about she's fostering a dog and the dog has to go in for heartworm treatment. All right. Yeah. And then, yeah, she's just, it's a, a lot, a lot's going on with okay. this dog. Yeah. Let's see what's going on. Hi, Pam. How you doing? Good. Hi, Katie. Thanks for holding on. I greatly appreciate it. Oh, well, I need some advice from you. Okay. I'm currently fostering a dog um, for a rescue, and she is heartworm positive. She okay. is a dog from the South, and we're starting the heartworm treatment. Yep. And I want to know what... Um, I, I have switched her food so she gets a good food. I didn't want to just feed her anything from right, the rest. Good, good, good. Um, but I want to know, I I thought I'd start with a probiotic, but if there's anything else I can really give to her to help her get this through this. Right now she's on, they started the heart guard or the heart guard right. plus pill that she takes right. for two months along with 30 days of doxycycline. And right. then in two months she'll be starting the injections, which are pretty nasty. Yeah, really. Um, what grade? Um, what how what what grade was the heartworm she diagnosed at? There's different levels. Um, well, they didn't tell me that. They just said when they did the blood test that because I said, well, you know, do you know how many adult worms that she has? And they said, well, they don't really know. But when they did the blood test, there was the babies were too numerous to count. So we don't okay. know like how long she's had right. the heartworm. All right. Okay. Um, so. Hmm. All right. Um, there again, you need to read the article so you understand the heartworm. The, uh, you can either go to my Facebook page, Katie Kana Facebook page. I posted it from there on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to mytalk1071.com and go to my uh, uh, yeah show page, and you can click on it from there. And then, um, but because just this, hold on a sec. Good gravy. <clears throat> Shouldn't add that, but anyway, okay. So the, uh, because there's yeah, there's different stages of heartworm. There's uh, I think there's four stages, if I'm not mistaken. And usually the four stages, obviously the worst stage. But so understanding the the cycle of heart, heartworm, and then uh, the, now you got to boost up the system, better food. Uh, that's good. And there again, I would incorporate at least <clears throat> two or three evenings a week. Just evenings. Do uh, if you can do raw, please do raw. Uh, then also you want to boost that immune system. You know with the probiotics, digestive enzyme, immune system. Go to Bix, B-I-X-I, Bix, right? And they, they, they're they organic and all natural, and they got several different formulas. You can find it on, on Amazon, I guess, but Bix, B-I-X, 
B-I-X-I, excuse me, there you go. And okay. anyway, and so yeah, they, they they have some for digestion, they have for, so they've got several different formulas, and it's a supplement, and then you can mix it with plain yogurt or canned pumpkin, depending on how many supplements you're going to put the dog on. Any supplements should never be given on dry food. It should be, you know, given when, with yogurt or with canned pumpkin or squash or, or sweet potato or something like that, all right? Okay. So that you know for sure they got them all and didn't fall through the kibble and such like that. Okay. But, yeah, and but... The pumpkin- Pumpkin is that good because she does have kind of softer stool from I'm assuming from this oh. between the Hard Guard Plus and the Doxycycline. But uh, pumpkin, how much? She's about sixty pounds. Okay, can you hold on a sec? We got to run. I'm, I'm sure. running late today, so poor poor Carly's over there. Ah! Okay, so hold on. Don't hang up. All right, and we're going to get back to that now. Uh, how big is a blue whale? How much? How much? How much does it weigh? And how long are they? We'll be right back. Thank you for listening and spending your Sunday afternoon with the Katie K9 show and Carly. Okay, how many, I'll put it in this perspective. How many elephants would it take uh, to weigh as much as a blue whale? How many elephants? Oh, okay. Um, let's see here. Duh, 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 30. Bingo! Right really? on the button. Holy bucket. 30 Look at elephants. That, guys. Yep. A blue whale weighs, weighs as much as 30 elephants and is as long as. How uh, many Greyhound buses do you think? Um, okay, uh, maybe ten. Nope. Oh, three. Oh, okay. They're as long as three Greyhound buses. Okay, that's a big that, whale. That is big. I know it. Yeah, there we go. Now that's you know. gigantic. Yeah, no kidding. That thirty was just a complete. Yeah, well, guess. boy, look at that. How you excited hit that right. I yes, got I know. You, guys, you should child. be. You pulled it right out of your ear. I did. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's get back to Pam. Pam, you still with us? Hi, Pam. Hello. Oh, there you are. There you are. Hello. Hello. Okay. So, um, yeah. So what you want to do is like the probiotics and digestive enzymes that Bixby, B-I-X-I, B-I-X-I, yeah, uh, stuff. Uh, then um, uh, what else? What were you talking about? Oh, oh yeah. So get them out and get them some raw. Uh, understand how heartworm works. Uh, like I said, all the years I've had my dogs, I've never had them on heartworm things. But the thing is that when you understand the kind of the, the enemy, then uh, the whole thing is, is that what the dog is going to be going through with all, you know, the treatment for heartworm. Mm-hmm. So you understand that more. And then by, you know, making uh, the immune system be a lot. There's a standard process there again uh, that for the immune system, I can't remember. Standard process is like one of the best supplements out there. And okay. you can only get it through like at a health food store. Or go to, um, or like, well, I get it. You can get it at my local chiropractic. But anyway, so that's what else that you'd want to do because you've got to okay. be able to get this, keep this dog as healthy as possible. Right, and and the raw. If I do that like three days, a, like three days a week, do I need to just start out like a just like start out with just a pinch? A food in? Yep, just start out with like you know, throw out a couple patties and give her a pinch for a treat here and there, so her okay. system gets used to it because it's like going from. Um, you know, from processed foods to that is is like going from Chinese food to uh, steak and lobster. All right. Okay. So the system has to acclimate to it, and so then that will help her her system battle everything that is going on. And then uh, the big thing with heartworm is, especially if they've affected a lot, is that as they die, when they break up, what they're worried about is that they're going to create a clot that will get caught in the heart, and they'll die of a heart attack. And so that's why, as they're as they're killing the heartworm, when she's in, what you're after is that to keep the dog from and some personalities are real tough, you know, from jumping and running and you know being stupid. You got to keep. Yeah, them. it's like 
Try to a bed rest almost. Yeah, I know. So that's what what you want to do is you want to think of mental things that you can do with the dog, like teach tricks where she doesn't have to run or anything and you're not overexerting her, but yet she's having fun. She's being mental stimulated and you're having some fun. Okay. So like I said, those a couple of trick books that I said earlier, you know, 10 minute dog training games, uh, the best tricks for the best trick dog ever, something like that. Uh, uh, let's see. Well, you can email me because, like I said, I just got a couple of uh, dog tricks for idiots. That's a, another one. Because that's the whole thing is because you can't move them, don't feel sad about that. Say, you know what? This is a great opportunity to improve your mind. And so then, <laughs> but the thing is, by the time she gets done with her treatment, then, uh, you know, when she goes into the foster, you know, where she's up for adoption, you just think of all the tricks that you can show these people. Now you've taught the dog manners to sit still, focus, hold a thought. And then now she's all better too. Right, so that's right. so that's the whole thing, and then use like you can use like little pieces of the raw or the freeze dried. A Nutrisource has these great treats out now. That's called jerky treats. It's all meat. It's, it's just an apple cider, uh, organic apple cider vinegar, and you can break them up into little pieces, and dogs just love them. And so yeah, they're called jerky treats. From uh, most people are familiar with jerky, jerky treats, where you know I I got five different kinds of jerky treats, soaked them in hot water, and let them keep soaking for a week. And they didn't even budge. It was like trying to get plastic to bed. Now, Nutrisource came out with these all-meat jerky treats that are phenomenal. They're easy breakup, and they work great. Dogs love them. So you can give little pieces. You don't want to get the dog fat, okay? No. But you can break it up, and, and they'll, 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 go, they'll do it for everything. It's really good, okay? So, all right. Well, thank you so much, Katie. I you appreciate bet. it. Good luck. Keep me posted, okay? Will do. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, and thank you for being a good foster mom. That is, that's a lot to go through. You know, I, I commend everybody that are foster parents because it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of work. And then you know that in your heart that you're going to have to find a home for them. And most of the dogs, they, you know, but it's, uh, in fact, I, I was on Twin Cities, Twin Cities Live last Monday and I had uh, Chloe on. Gracie, we didn't bring Gracie because Gracie is, they want to adopt these two dogs together. They're through Second Chance Animal Rescue. Oh, yeah. SecondChanceRescue.org. Yeah. SecondChanceRescue.org. And it's Chloe and Gracie, and they're a Chihuahua <coughs> Yorkie mix. Okay. And, uh, and oh, Chloe's just a sweetheart. She'd make a really good therapy dog. She's yeah. just a sweetheart. <coughs> she took to uh, the sliding doors coming into the street. You know how we come through the back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The door opened. I thought for sure I'd pick her up in the next state. She just looked at it like, well, hey. The door opened, you know, she didn't yeah. even wink an eye. <laughs> Look at that. Yeah, I know it. And she's only eight pounds. Oh, wow. And so, uh, yeah, she handled this everything like a trooper. We couldn't bring Gracie because we've been working on, Gracie is very shy and she kind of a flutter head as far as, oh, that might hit, that, ooh, that yeah. might hurt me. And so, but she's come so far that I didn't want her to get set back by the overwhelmness yeah. of being in the studio and all right. the camera people and stuff like that. So I just brought Chloe. So they were supposed to meet somebody today that was a possibility that uh, old they saw they? Uh, they are three, three years oh, old. Oh, okay, very good, very yeah, good. Okay. So if you want to learn more about it, in case they still are up for adoption. Yeah. Uh, but they, I know it's tough for uh, somebody to take in two dogs, uh, but they, they need to go together because I, I know. But think of it this way. They're like, it's like one dog because yeah. the size that they are, yep. they equal one dog. Oh, yeah, so exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, and they, oh God, they're just, that Chloe is just, and they're both, you know, the, even Gracie now, you know, she comes so far that both of them will just sit on your lap and just be cuddle bugs. Oh, and, and they're good. just, and they're just so, so cute. Oh, yeah. Lordy, they're cute. So yeah, you can go to secondchancerescue.org and you can look up Gracie and Chloe. And anyway, okay, let's head to the phone line. Okay, we're going to talk to Amy. Amy has a question about her dog that's afraid of the garbage truck. Ah, welcome to the garbage truck haters of America. Hi, Amy. Thanks for holding. Hello. Hi, hi. What kind of dog do you have? 
I have a miniature golden doodle. All right. And how old? She's three and a half. She's a therapy dog. She, you know, is not afraid of anything but garbage trucks. Okay. Like we've, we're around construction. Um, she doesn't run away from that. But we live in an apartment where she can see garbage trucks from our window, and she'll go to our second bedroom to get away from them. Oh, wow. Must be making some kind of noise that's really driving her nuts. Have you tried? Well, de- even if, sometimes when they're not running, she's afraid of them. She just sees them. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, they are big, green, scary things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, personally, what I would do is work on this. Uh, go to uh, well, if you'd like, if there's if one is parked and not moving, or you know, go to a waste management or whatever. Go to a place that has a garbage truck. And your first thing is is to work on this by playing the "What is this" game. And if she's a therapy dog, you already know how to try to work her into. You know, you touch the. Oh, what is this? What is this? You can start doing this game in the house where you go up to the corner of a, a table and cut and touch it and go. What is this? What is this? What is this? And when she comes up to check it out, oh, good job. Yeah, you, good job. Praise her, praise her, praise her, praise her. You know, and then sometimes if they're really scared of something, you got to bring out the treats. You know, everybody knows I don't use treats, except for where they're truly needed. And so this is one thing that you have to help the dog walk through it. And so then now when she gets used to the what is this game, you can basically, let's say you're touching the, um, let's say you take a pot from the, the uh, kitchen and put it in the middle of the living room. Okay, that pot is never there. That's something new in the middle of the living room. Let's say she looks at it kind of quirky, like, whoa, what is that doing there? So then you go up to it and you touch it. What is this? What is this? Now, if she even brings one foot forward, stop saying what is this, and then start petting her. Oh, good job, good job. And if you want to give her a little uh, little piece of treat, great. Keep her on a leash so she can't run from the situation, all right? Do not pull her to the situation, which has got to be her idea, all right? So then okay. let's say eventually now you touch the pot again. What is this? What is this? You got to you know laugh with your voice. And let's say she comes a couple more steps. Stop saying what is this. Start petting her. Oh, yeah, you look at you being brave. Yeah, you, yeah, you. And if you want to, give her another treat. Um, and so what you're after is that pretty soon she gets all her nose up to it and actually touches it. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, you. And so then the, the more you do this, pretty soon she's like, oh, no big deal. She'll just walk right up to it, sniff it. Maybe she might even pee on it. <laughs> but and so that that's the whole thing is to take baby steps to walk her through this so that she you build her confidence. Then the next step, once she gets used to the looks of it, you know, where she, that doesn't spook her out anymore. Then what you need to do is work like if you know when the garbage guy, man is coming, you know what time, that you start away from it and then you can watch and then hopefully get her closer and closer, you know, to it. But also garbage okay. truck, garbage trucks you know, have a lot of weird smells. And so sometimes more, some dogs that are very sense, smell sensitive, uh, that could unnerve them also, not that's the looks and the sounds of it. But you want to do baby sticks at building her confidence in wanting to approach, you know, the, the trash guy. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Okay, so start playing the what is this game now, and so that then you're going to transfer it. You remember, don't pull her to it. And then any step, even if it's just one step, you know, forward, stop saying what is this, start praising her. Sometimes if you want to throw a treat in there, that's fine too. Okay? Okay, thank you. Okay, you you betcha, kid. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, poor Carly's going, oh, uh, yeah, we would be nice. How many times does a woodpecker, how many times in a second does a woodpecker peck? How many times in a second? How many times does a woodpecker peck? Say that three times real fast. We'll be back. All righty then. That would be me, Katie Canine. All right. A woodpecker can peck how many times per second? What do you think? Um, 
I think it's, um, let's go with 20. Bingo. <gasps> really? Right Holy on. Holy buckets. I'm on hey, fire, guys. You are. Woodpecker can peck 20 times per second. That's crazy. And you wonder why when somebody gets upset, I, I I don't know, I was talking to somebody that had a woodpecker that decided that their house was the thing to peck at. Mm-hmm. And literally, yeah. you know, they, you know, bang and then they'd be gone for a little bit. And yeah. all of a sudden, brr, brr. my parents had one that was, that attacked their, their house too. Oh, and wow. it just happened to be pecking on the outer wall of where their bedroom is. Oh, Lordy. So, yeah, and like you said, you know, they'd be trying to go to sleep. and We got a pileated woodpecker out by us. Oh, yeah? Uh, and I love the way they felt. You know, you remember the, I don't know if you're old enough for this. What are you, the woodpecker? I do. Okay. I know And him. you know how he fl- he flies, they dip and fly. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. It doesn't really, yeah, they, I never really realized that that's truly what they do. Wow. They don't fly straight. They dip, dip and fly, dip and fly, They're dip like and fly. kind of like in waves. Yeah. Oh, it's it's really, cool. it's way cool. Yeah, because we got uh, we got one. For about two weeks there, every morning it was up at the neighbor's woods. And it was a brr, brr, And I'm just like, well, hello there. You're like, welcome. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thank you for that yeah. nice little they love good morning. Trees. Yeah. Yes. yeah, they love wooden, uh, uh, rotted trees. Yeah. Because like they, they got lots of bugs in those rotted exactly, trees. Exactly, yeah. Okay, let's head to the phone line. Okay, we're going to go to Lynn, and Lynn has a question about the transitioning of a cat. All right. Hi, Lynn. How you doing? Hi, Katie. Hi. Oh, I love your show. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for calling in. What's going on? Well, my aunt fell down, and she's in the hospital. She's got a transition to rehab. And so I'm going to take her cat for her. Okay, nice. So, probably for at least a month. All right. And she is 15 years old. The cat is? Yes. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> Just <aunt>. checking. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway, she she has a really hard time uh, getting her into the little kennel to right. transition her. Right. The vet. Yeah. The, vet now, the vet now comes to her house. All right. So she said the last time she... Uh, did it she finally got her in there and she twirls around and my aunt is really worried about her all right first of all i want i want to calm her but then i do want to know what some suggestions of how to transition her okay so what's the timeline on this transitioning thing well this week this week okay this week um and i've been visiting her the last two days she does not come out she kind of came under a stool and just looked at me for a half hour today all right uh so the best thing to do is, and this is heads up for all cat owners that you need to have this happen, is you, you get yourself a kennel that you're going to use for the cat. And then what you're going to do is start feeding her and say she has to go in the kennel to eat. You know what I mean? So she gets used to going in and coming out, to going in and coming out. She may not do it with, you know, when you're there. Now, don't get too small a one because you want to make it easier for her to get in and turn around and come back and easy for you to get her in in case you do have to put her in. Okay. Believe it or not, some people have gotten to uh, the obsession, or not obsession, to the point where they, the cat is not going to go in the kennel. And they put them in a pillowcase and, and haul them that way. And oh. so, yeah, so the pillowcase is an option. That's a huge uh, F uh, reminder that, you know, in case, of, let's say, a tornado is coming or whatever type thing, and you don't have time to grab kennels, or that you, you just got time to grab a pillowcase for dogs and, you know, small dogs, obviously, and cats, and put them in the pillowcases, and then just hold on, you know, to it. And believe it or not, they, they that'll work, you know, in the, for the short being. Uh, but right. They, they see, what you can do, if you had a bigger kennel, you could put, you know, that's the whole thing, is you, you, to get the cat easy to go. Now, does she have her claws? 
She she does. Okay, yeah. So then what you got to do is if you if you get yourself a kennel, uh, a lot of people use the soft-sided ones for the cats, you know? And then, like okay. I say, uh, throw some treats in there, uh, put some food in there that she has to go in. You know, not start out with the, the, the dish, like right outside the kennel. And then you're going to, then the next time you feed her, it's going to be just inside the kennel or, you know, what carrying device, whatever you're going to use. And so that she has to get used to going in there. Now, are you, do you know if she's being fed a dry food or a canned food? It's a canned food. Good, good. So then that, yeah, so then you'll know right away if she ate it or not. <laughs> okay. All right. And so that's about the best way to do it. Um there, what if I have to do this over the next two days? Yeah, I know. See that it's 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 really it's a touch and go. Number one, to catch the cat too. You yeah. what you want to do is probably lock and try to like see if you can do the bathroom. You know, like put her stuff in the bathroom so she has to go in the bathroom so it's a smaller room. So okay. you don't have, you know, she's right there. But see that you too, you might get yourself bit. You might need some hockey gloves. <laughs> I, I already put the oven mitts in my car. There you go. There okay. you go. But uh, yeah, because if you try to do this too fast, somebody probably will get bit. Now, when you bring her over uh, to your place, you want to make sure that you give, just give her a room. Do not give her your house. Okay. Right, take yes. a room, and then that's where she's getting her food and her her whatever, and then put a radio in there or a TV and keep that going, because okay. if she's a spooky cat like this, it's it's, it's going to be tough, you know, for her to warm up and okay. and go for this. Now, now thought pattern: How far do you have to go to for this cat to take care oh, of? Oh, uh, from Minnetonka area to Edina, so not too far. Okay. To be honest with you, if you think the transition is only going to be a month. All right, where she's going to be in transitional care, the cat is better off to stay at home, and then uh, and you going there instead of the uh, the free for all. Maybe you getting bit, and then you know th- then going to a new house, and you know if the cat has anxieties like that, uh, you know four weeks in the grand scheme of things, you know if this person was going to be in transition for six months, that would be a different story. But the okay. cat will probably just start getting set, you know, you know getting settled in, not settled in. Cats take change really bad, right? Really hard, okay. and so that's why the cat. I believe, even though you're thinking about, and you do just what you did. If you got time, just sit there, maybe watch TV, you know, maybe take a program that you watch and, or, and just sit there for a half hour or so. Okay. And then, and do it that way. I really feel you'd be better off doing it that way. And it'd be easier on the cat, especially she's 15 years old. You know, okay. she's not a spring chicken anymore. So, right. and then plus now your friend won't be in such a tither because what happens if she gets out at your place, you know, gets right. you know, out of the house. At least your friend knows that the, the cat is in its environment. And I would leave a TV and or a radio on so that the cat isn't just, you know, the, it, there's some commotion in there, you know, type okay. thing. And then okay. sometimes a white noise, a fan, having a fan run uh i i would i think i would uh if it's only going to be a month even if it turns out to be a month and a half i was err on that side i only would transition a cat that's kind of spooky like this uh if it's going to be like a six month or a year problem then that's a lot of going back and forth but being that at least she's not and you're in minnetonka and you have to go to duluth then that would be a different story too (laughs) okay i see okay so then how long can i leave that wet food if i can only come every 24 hours that's fine yeah, don't okay. worry about it. No, the cat okay. will be just fine. You know, don't don't uh, worry about it. If you're really worried about it, get some good grain-free 
uh, you know, like Pure Vita, and just leave, you know, leave maybe twenty nuggets, you know, for and and put it around the house so she's got to go and find it. So it's kind of like a hiding, you know what I mean? Gives her something to do instead of just hang out. She's got to go. I think f- there's some teeth troubles, so that's why she only does the soft food. Oh, that's fine. Okay, that's fine. Then that's fine. Uh, you can okay. try. Yeah, that no, you could do that. That's fine. I then. looked it up online and it said something like four hours max. Yeah, no, so no, 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 yeah, no, because unless it's a hundred degree temperature. That you'll be, you'll it'd be just fine. Uh, okay. You know, you might want to just give her an extra in the morning uh, because you're only going once a day. Once a day. Okay. Yep. Um, because what you can do is you can take some uh, hard food and put hot water on it, and then you know, let's say you take uh, two tablespoons of dry food, put hot okay. water on it, and let it soak. So that if she does, if she has teeth problems, once it gets soft. It should be able to eat that if you're worried okay. about the canned food. All right. Okay. okay. But yeah, it should be it should be okay. You know. But yeah. But yeah, I, I really feel that the, the cat would be better off where it is right now instead okay. of trying to. Okay, I'm going to start with that. I appreciate that. Okay, kiddo. Well, good luck. Oh, well, oh one more thing. Oh, sure. I, can I still take my dog to you if he's seven and a half years old you, for training? You bet. Any at any age, you can teach any dog to do anything as long <laughs> as you're willing to change. <laughs> okay. All, All right. right. Great. Thanks, Katie. You bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, I get that question. How old is too old? There is no. If you like, let's say, let's say she lost his dog that's seven years old. Yeah, and I found the dog. Yeah, and whatever my rules are, he'd have to learn. Right. You know, I don't know what he knows and does not know. Exactly. So that's why he had to. You know, you're on my furniture. Wrong. <laughs> and so that's just try again. No, you can't go there either. Then all yeah. that's wrong. <laughs> so at any age, any per any dog can learn. But you know what really is that most hindrance is the human behind that dog, that they have a hard time relearning that you know to have uh, to re uh what do you what do you call it reinforce manners is what you want to use okay where are we at um it's time for trivia it's time for trivia yeah okay the great horned owl has is missing something the great horned owl is missing something what is it we'll be right back all righty then winding down and here we go the great horned owl has is missing something. What do you think it's missing? Um it's missing ears. <laughs> well the guy their sight is good, you know this. Well, but anyway, yeah. you no, know, what they're missing is a sense of smell. They do oh. not smell. The oh. great horned owl doesn't smell. Interesting. So there you go. Hence is why they eat skunks. They really do. Uh, I, I, I was just totally abla- amazed by that. We had a great horned owl. And yeah. It, something stunk of skunks for a long time. Right. And anyway, well, then I go out into my duck pen, and here's a great horned owl sitting there. Oh. I'm like, oh, excuse me, what are you doing yeah. here? And then, um, uh, and stink of skunk, like you wouldn't believe. So I called a guy up that was big into raptors around yeah. us, and he says, oh, yeah, they, they eat skunks. And I'm like, already <laughs> then. Like, okay. Okay, I want to sit in my duckyard. Can somebody get it? Yeah. So anyway, so he came wow. out and helped me out. Yeah, so it was crazy. Uh, digging, you know, now that, the, you know, we, it's been warm a couple of days, dogs will start digging to get yes. cool and then also start digging to, uh, uh, escape. No. <laughs> but the main reason why they dig is energy release or to get cool. And, you know, like the other day when it was 80 degrees, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then that would be a big, and so the big thing is, is that some dogs are diggers and some dogs aren't. And so if you're having a hard time with a digger, then you should create an area, go spay up. Some grass, d- fluff it up, put your scent in it, walk in it barefoot or get your hands in there. Bring the dog over to that spot and say, come on, let's dig, come on, let's dig, 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 dig. So teach them that if you have to dig, dig here. 
Don't dig every place else. Got it. All right. And then um, uh, if you uh, have your dog tied out and he's digging, yeah. then uh, tie him in a place that if he digs, oh, well. It, that, that's yeah. this is what the way it's going to be. Okay. Uh, when it's nice out, get a kiddie pool. A lot of times, it, if they're digging to get cool, if you give a, a kiddie pool and then they get used to being in and out of the kiddie pool, yeah. then they'll quit digging because now they get cool by being in the pool. And so it's, it's an energy release or a stress release and or... Uh, getting cool. Okay. So you just got to figure out what it is and yeah. then go from there. Okay. And now with, you know, the green grass finally starting to come up, a lot of dogs are eating grass. And uh, now if your dog eats grass and does not throw up, that tells you that he needs a salad. He really needs the, the stuff, that, the greens, okay? So you might want to put some more greens into their diet, like that alternative greens uh, from, uh, what is that? Uh, that uh, AnimalEssentials.com. Uh, but now if they eat grass... And feverishly, and then they throw up. That tells you that their their gut is in distress. That's like nature's pet bobismal. They're trying to make themselves throw up because their tummy hurts. So look at what treats you're giving the dog. What food are you giving the dog? Did the dog get into something? But there, every once in a while, if you see a dog feverishly eating grass, that's saying, okay, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. I got to make this go away. I got to make this go away. But otherwise, if they're just now, what now? Because we're into the chemical season, don't allow your dog to eat grass. Unless you know uh, that there is no nothing on it, people haven't sprayed Roundup. People hasn't, you know, uh, parks commissions and such like that have new, have not done any because that's we're becoming such a chem, chemical society that there's no way I would let my dog go into the park systems or whatever other than other than just walk on a path. <laughs> so you got to pay attention. So eating grass and then digging holes, okay? And then yeah, okay, okay. Let's head to the. Uh, the shoreline. The shoreline? The phone line? Uh, there we go. Okay, we're let's gonna, go to the phone line. That's a good place to go. Okay, <laughs> we're going to talk to Pam. And Pam has a question about uh, x-rays of the heart for her dog. Okay, x-rays of the heart. That should be a sound. I mean, a song, shouldn't it? X-ray sure. Yeah, let's <laughs> okay. make one. I'll figure go. it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we need a song for that. Yeah. What is that one song, Something of the Heart? Um, Total to- Eclipse of the Heart. There we go. Okay. Total Eclipse. Of- okay, never mind. Hi, Pam. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Well, thanks for calling. What's up? So I I just had my dog in for his checkup, Mm -hmm. and he's a a 14-and-a-half-year-old Shih Tzu Poodle. Mm -hmm. And he's had this this cough for a little while. It's kind of like a croupy cough. Mm -hmm. So the vet listened to his heart. She said she couldn't hear any obvious signs of fluid in his lungs Mm -hmm. or anything. But then we talked about maybe doing x-rays of his heart. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I, I want to make sure his, his heart is okay, mm-hmm. but I don't want to put him through stress if he doesn't need it because he gets really freaked out when I take him to the vet. Okay. But I'm thinking maybe x-rays might be a good idea. Okay. Um, I'm not a big, with something like this, you would think they would, if, they're, if they suspect something of the heart, either a, a, a whatever you call it, ultrasound, because that shows okay. you what the what the heart is actually doing, how it's pumping and such like that. An X-ray just takes a still picture, all right? So, uh, okay. so that's why an ultrasound. Because then you can see how the functioning of it is. Uh, but there yeah. again, like I say, so if your dog is, you know, he hates the vet. <laughs> yeah, you're putting them under a lot yeah. of stress. So first of all, you got to yeah. why why do you suspect the because the lungs are okay, but he has a bit of a cough, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he has a. A little bit of a cough where he's trying to, it sounds like he's trying to hack something up, but... How often does that happen? Um, probably, 
every couple days. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's not on a regular, regular basis? No, no. And All the right. vet said, she goes, no, everything sounds good, but, mm-hmm. you know, if we want to find anything, we could do x-rays. And mm-hmm. I just, that's why I wanted your advice, because I'm like, I kind of like it. I'm not sure if I like it. Yeah. Um, uh, what, what's what's your dog like? I mean, is it a happy-go-lucky? He's he's maybe 14 and a half, but he's acting like, you know, a six-year-old, or what? what's... What's he like? No, he's he's pretty tired out. All right. Um, he does every now and then at night, too. Um, this has kind of scared me, and, and she, so he breathes really heavy, where, like, it's, like, midnight, and it wakes me up, so I go and get his bowl of water, but he doesn't want any water. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, he's pretty, I think he's pretty tired. I think he's he's really showing his age. He's on my bed Probably ninety percent of the time, he just doesn't want to go bye bye at all anymore. Right? Is he overweight? No. Uh-uh. No. Nope. Good. 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 Nope. Okay. Because he's there are. Good. He's got it. How, what's appetite. his joints? Okay. What's his joints like? I mean, is he is he pretty movable, movable, or is he stiff? Um, no, the vet said she can tell he's got arthritis by doing his mobility mobility testing. And I can notice when I walk him now, mm-hmm. his hind legs, it's like he's trying to keep them stiff because maybe he is in pain. So she did put him on gabapentin. Okay. Okay. Uh, personally, if this was my dog, I would take this dog to a chiropractor first. Uh, because okay. a lot of times as we get old and especially short stuff, you know, they're jumping on and off beds, up and down stairs, in our lap, out of our lap. And over the years, that can cause, you know, a lot of, and this is interesting, people don't realize this, a dog's shoulder blades are not attached, okay? And so because it, it, oh. it for mobility, uh, for the ease of running, all right? So the thing is, is that when you get the older ones like this, and I, I think everybody should bring their dog twice a year to a chiropractor, no matter what age they are. But as the, through the years, so for, for, because the dog is laying around, a lot of this too is that things are off. You know, you know how I, I don't know if you do. You do chiropractic at all? I used to, okay. and I haven't for years, but I liked it because it made me feel good right. and more flexible. Yep, and see, that's why I, I think I would go. I would do that. I would do that first. And then um, I would try, there's a uh, Wapiti Labs has a senior mobility that is called senior mobility, <laughs> oddly enough. <laughs> but anyway, at his Wapiti Labs, and I've seen more, I've, I've got a girlfriend that has a, a deaf um, ca- a King Charles Spaniel is, uh, and uh, she put uh, Josie on this and has said it's, it's unbelievable the difference in her. And so you might want to try that is at that Wapiti Labs senior mobility it's WapityLabsInc.com, W-A-P-I-T-I, LabsInc.com. Uh, okay. Might want to try that. And then um, uh, now Dr. Jess, the holistic vet, is going to be here next Sunday, so, you know, so you can bounce things off of her. Because there are things okay. if you suspect the heart. But see, that's what I mean is, is that, and that would be a question for her. See, to me, I would say, okay, I want an ultrasound to see how it's working, but I don't understand what a picture is going to show me. You know, a still picture. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. Okay, and so, yep. uh, but if they don't hear a, a giddy up in the heart or anything, then, they, you know, like a, a murmur or something, you know, my, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I guess there's a lot of questions that I'd want to ask before I put the dog through the stress of that. In the yep. meantime, I would try the Wapiti Lab Senior at mobility, and then I also would try a, chi- a couple of chiropractic. What area do you live in? 
I live in New Brighton, but I'm I'm willing to take him wherever I need to take him. New Brighton, okay. First of all, I got to figure out. Okay, we're, okay, <laughs> okay. Um, you're you're kind of right in the middle. Two of the chiropractics that I like and use. One is Dr. Rebecca Amstead down in Edina. Yeah. And the other one is state Dr. Stacy uh, up in uh, Rhythm of Life in Ham Lake. There's Rhythm of Life in Ham Lake, and then uh, Dr. Rebecca is called Perpetual Motion. And if you go to my website, my KDK9 website, click on radio show topics, scroll down, all their information is there. There are the websites oh, okay. and everything, so you can you can you can take it right from there. There are so there's other some other there's a lot of chiropractors now coming out, and your vets have to they have to be recommended by your vet. I mean, it, it, you, what you do is you book, you call up, let's say Dr. Rebecca, and say you want to make an appointment. So then, a lot of times she will do it. She'll call your vet. And say that you know that your client wants to make an appointment here because they just got to make sure that you know the dog is not in dire straits. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, but anyway, so yeah, I would do that first and just kind of see what happens there, and and go from there because if your dog isn't truly overweight, that moving no, I mean in mobility, yeah. you know maybe if he move all of a sudden the perk and the pep might come back. All right, and so I, that's why I would try that first. And then, uh, then I will. And then I all, will. yeah. Then also, like I say, Di- uh, Dr. Levy's going to be here next Sunday. So you can call in and get some free, like, okay, th- what to, what would you suggest? You know, an ultrasound, an X-ray, EKG. What you know? So so you got to get a plan. You know, instead of just saying, "Oh well, we do, nope, nope," I, no, you know what I mean? Because it's that that stuff is expensive. But then, like you say, taking a fourteen and a half year old that hates the vet anyway and bring him into the office. Yeah. It's okay. hard. It's really hard to watch him. He yeah. just stresses. Oh, yeah. So you, and... let's try to keep stress to a minimal, you know. So. Yeah. Okay, kid, we'll do that. Oh, keep good. me posted, okay? Thank you. We got right out of time. It. Thank you. Will do. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. And all thanks for listening. I greatly appreciate it. Dishing Up Nutrition is coming up next. Carly, you have a great week with your, your, your nieces. Thank you. Nieces, you, too. you bet. And anybody, you got a question for me or you got to call me up at Katie's K9. We'll be here next week, Memorial Day weekend with uh, Dr. Jessica Levy. Have a good one. Don't hide your dog. Strain them.